Welcome everyone to this product podcast on scent oil for dogs. Uh, you're with your host Brian and Peter and today we're going to talk about the many benefits scent oil provides for dogs and more information on how to feed and the, the really positive health effects it has on, on a dog's overall health. So let's kick things off, Brian. Uh, Sentinel for dogs. So basically, what it is, it's it's the highest omega three oil on the market, which is which is a stabilized flaxseed oil, um, and obviously it does not need to be refrigerated um, because some of the other oils do. But with ours, it's stable at room temperature. Yeah, up to up to thirty degrees, and just with all supplements, you should never keep them direct in direct sunlight, and it goes for for this supplement as well. If um, if some people did want to put it into their fridge, um, it is highly recommended. But just so everyone knows, it's not a necessity. Um, we say room temperature up to 30 degrees. So as Brian mentioned, you know you can't leave it out in the sun and, and expect it not to go rancid. So Brian, let's go through maybe some some facts about um, our scent oil for dogs. And a lot of people might not know this, but it is designed to be fed orally, not topically. Um, can you just maybe go into it in, in, in depth why it works orally? Yeah, so you might look at dog grooming products and oils to make coat shine from the outside but sand oil is something that you can give your dog with their food or at feeding time to help promote a shine from the inside or better coat and skin condition. And why that works basically is because of the high amount of, of omega-3 in a product which averages at around about 60%. Brian do you want to maybe just briefly explain the benefits of, of high omega-3? So having an oil rich in omega-3 will help reduce inflammation in the dog from like normal activity. This leads to less irritation with particular skin conditions and a better quality of life. It also provides dogs with a cool source of calories, which because there's no sugar and starch in, in the oil, this will help support calm behavior. So Brian, can we maybe go briefly into the benefits um, for immune system health? Yeah, so the, the effect on the immune system um, for for dogs is the oil contains a proper ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 that is used to help dogs thrive or reap the full health benefits. So research suggests that dogs that suffer from autoimmune conditions, allergic reactions or inflammatory health conditions can benefit from more omega-3 in their diet. And that's basically due to the fact that a lot of the kibble, especially like the cheap supermarket kibbles, are very high in omega-6, which are known to be pro-inflammatory. So if the dog basically is getting is getting cheap kibble most of its life, when it's young, it'll have no issues, but the older it gets, that's when things are gonna start flaring up. Um, and this is mainly due cause to the high omega-6, but also a lack of, of omega-3 fats and in general, healthy fats in the diet. Yeah, so dog owners can add sun oil to almost any feed and it's gonna really help balance and improve the omega profile. Brian, some of the benefits for joint health yeah, so the anti-inflammatory properties of omega-3 will aid the dog with their, their joints and the range of mobility. So also dogs that suffer from canine arthritis, there's certain breeds that are more prone to it than others. Senor is going to really help. And we've had really good reports from dog owners, um, especially in the show dog arena where it's very, where their dogs are very active and this has really helped their mobility. Brian, um, let's just go through maybe, let's compare the, the scent oil for dogs to coconut oil. So we know that coconut oil is very popular in the market and a lot of, a lot of people, breeders, um, either use it topically or, or some of them even feed it orally. Um, what, um, like if we were to, co to compare scent oil for dogs and coconut oil, what are the biggest differences? 
Well, the main difference is coconut oil doesn't contain any omega-3, whereas sen oil contains high levels of omega-3. Coconut oil is just mainly saturated fat. It's only providing that as the calorie source with, with, without the anti-inflammatory benefits that the sen oil will, will give to the dog. And if we look back to nature, like if, if we can imagine a wild dog that's, that's roaming the fields and paddocks and what so forth, and they had to hunt for prey, I don't think dogs will be jumping up on trees and, and, and taking coconuts off palm trees. No. Where, where a plant-based or like sen oil for dogs, it's more seed-based, it's more natural to a dog. Yeah, the profile, the Amiga profile is more beneficial for their overall health. And I think because diets for dogs now, especially the kibble, are very sort of generic, they're very commercial, we believe at saying that the missing link is fat. And, and, and fat obviously is a cool energy source. It's, um, it's, it's, it's very well metabolized um, in a dog as well. So what we believe is that the lack of fat, where they normally get it out of tendons, ligaments, um, you know, different liver, um, you know, liver meats, is what's lacking. Whereby adding a sonol for dogs, you are getting a healthy omega-3 as well as plenty of fat, which is 100% fat basically in the oil. Yeah, 100%. So drilling down into the skin and coat health especially, this is probably the, the more dramatic effect owners have when they add the scent oil to the diet of their dogs. So dogs that suffer from dry or very dull coats, the omega-3 can improve the, the texture of the coat, making it fuller, shinier and fluffier or softer. And we've had really good feedback in those terms, particularly in the, in the show dogs. So scent oil can ensure the lipid barriers of the dog skins are sufficient. So what, what this means is when these barriers are reduced, the dog's natural coat oils are depleted and your dog may be in higher risk of developing skin conditions, especially if they are scratching and itching excessively. And just to add on, on top of that, fat is always the missing link in the diet. And there's no way that you know, the commercial kibble has got sufficient fat for a domesticated dog, it needs to get supplemented. And we feel that a plant-based oil like the Sennel for dogs is the perfect addition to any, to any feed, whether it's raw or whether it's, it's kibble. So Brian Fish Oil um, is another very popular oil on the market that quite a few dog breeders and dog owners do use. Our personal belief is that fish oil isn't as natural to a dog as what a plant-based oil is. And you know, dogs don't exactly jump into the ocean and hunt their own fish. A lot of the fish oil on the market um, that's sold to animals is second grade oil. And, and what I mean by that is a lot of it has been processed to try to mask the fishy taste. Um, you know, there's some additives sometimes added like garlic to mask the flavor in, in some products. But just overall, um, you know, we don't feel that it's the best option um, health-wise and also, you know, how it's, how it's digested and absorbed. Ryan, can you maybe explain why we don't recommend feeding fish oil? We couldn't guarantee the quality and trying to find a sustainable source. So sen oil provides a sustainable alternative to fish oil. It's a plant-based source. So what happens is the omega-3 in a plant-based source is ALA and it can be converted to the EPA and DHA omega-3s in the body of the dog. So by providing the end product, which is in a fish oil, this may limit the natural physiology of the conversion. Also, additionally, high omega-6 sources in the diet can lower this conversion. So that's why the raw diet is more beneficial when feeding alongside the sen oil because it's lower in omega-6 and then that's going to have a better effect on the omega-3 conversion. So just to summarise, Brian, a plant-based oil like the sen oil is the ALA component. 
the fish oil is the EPA and DHA and what we're trying to do is we're trying to by feeding the plant-based scent oil ALA naturally the dog's body will convert it to the end product EPA and DHA is that right yeah that, that's correct and the raw diet basically aids in the conversion of, of ALA into EPA and DHA yeah 100% and also microbiome health is really important for this conversion because the gut bacteria producing the metabolites will stimulate this conversion of ALA to EPA and then ALA and then and then to DHA so what we want is we want a good gut microbiome from preferably the raw diet. And that's also brown true, because um, obviously the carbohydrates are gonna be a lot lower in a raw diet than what it is in a kibble. And with low carbohydrates, obviously, um, you know, you've got the body naturally, well, the gut can naturally produce B vitamins, um, which will help obviously in, in a dog's health. Um, so the raw diet, along with the plant-based oil like all for dogs, um, is highly recommended. Yeah, and if you still prefer to feed kibble for the convenience factor, Sen oil is going to be a really healthy benefit to this even even though it has a bit of omega-6 because the omega profile in sen oil is going to help balance it out. So it's almost like having a Big Mac every day, Brian, with an orange juice instead of a Coke. Yeah, that's 100%. You, the overall nutrient profile is going to be a lot, lot more healthier. And also the palatability of sen oil compared to fish oil. We've got dogs that are even more... Um, looking forward to their dinner time when fed with the scent oil on top. The food absorption as well, we've noticed from a lot of clients, is a lot better. And what I mean by that is once the scent oil is added into the diet, um, the owners have noticed that they don't have to feed as much because more is getting absorbed into the bloodstream, which is obviously a, a cost saving to, to, the, um, you know, to the owners. Yeah, that's right. So the scent oil is going to provide some source of calories and it's a healthy fat source, so it's going to really help maintain their weight and condition while providing all the other health benefits. As a rule of thumb, Brian, normally we say 10 mils of the sand oil is about 30 grams of kibble. So if owners do have a dog that's a little bit on the heavier side, it would be ideal, obviously, to cut back the kibble when, when they did add the sand oil. Or if the dog needs to put on a little bit more weight, then leave, you know, leave the kibble or the, or the raw as it is and just add the sand oil into the diet. Yep. So how would you introduce sand oil to a dog's diet? And one way is to work out the dose and Peter can go through the dose rate. So basically, Brian, as a rule of thumb, we have one mil of sand oil to two kilograms of body weight. So what that is, is basically if you're looking at a dog, average dog is about 10 kilograms, that would be five mils of oil. So five mils of oil on a teaspoon would be almost half to three quarters of a teaspoon, give and take. Um, for the heavier dogs, you're probably looking at around about um, 10 mils of oil is about 20 kilograms of weight. So that would be closer to it, to a tablespoon. Yeah. So when you first introduce oil to their feed, their body systems need to get used to it um, especially if they haven't been, been on an oil before that. So we advise that you feed half the recommended rate for the first week and then just keep monitoring because the only side effect that you might have if they're getting too much oil is a bit of loose feces. Brian, I think this is a pretty valid point that we need to touch on. Um, initially, we have had a lot of inquiries from breeders um, whether, whether the sand oil is safe with breeding dogs. And there's a bit of a myth out there in the in the breeding market that that flaxseed oil or, or flaxseed you know is not good for fertility 
Let's maybe just go into it briefly about whether it's safe um, and sort of how it's safe and, and, and the research we've done with, with studies to prove that it's safe. Yeah, so flaxseed oil is safe for breeding dogs because it does not contain the phytoestrogens that are found in the hull or the outer coat. So we looked at all the fertility studies in other animals as there's limited research in with dogs and there's no negative effects on reproductive performance was reported with the feeding of flax seeds. And when we know that there's no phytoestrogens unlike what's in soy, then we know that there is no um, infertility uh, consequence in dogs. And I think one last point, Brian, we need to mention, um, and this is probably gonna be a little bit shocking for, for some of our listeners that are actually feeding vegetable oils um, to, to their dogs, whether it's rice bran or maybe canola or, or soya bean or, or corn oil. All of these vegetable oils are pretty much chemically extracted, you know, using solvents, bleaches. So what, what our product is basically, it's a, it's a cold press flaxseed oil, which is, which is a naturally extracted product. So you don't get all the, all the side effects of all these, of all these solvent extracted products. Um, just to touch on briefly, Brian, let's go through maybe the omega-3 to omega-6 levels um, with the vegetable oils, and then obviously, you know, compare that to, to the sen oil. Yeah, so all the vegetable oils, including soy oil, corn oil, rice bran oil and canola oil have higher omega-6 levels than omega-3. So they're promoting a more pro-inflammatory environment. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to go more natural in terms of a cold press oil without that chemical extraction. So the benefits of sen oil have a two-stage effect with a more natural ex extraction and then a higher omega-3 level. So basically the take home message is anyone that's feeding a, an oil to their dog, obviously orally, and not as much topically, is look on the label how it is extracted, how it is processed. Even some of the, even some of the coconut oils, I know that some of them are solvent extracted as well, unless they basically say virgin coconut oil, you know, cold press extraction or, or so forth. So just, just be mindful um, when purchasing any, any oil products. So overall, Senol for dogs is a really good addition to your dog's diet it's going to provide high omega-3 levels which has really good beneficial effects on skin and coat health immune system health and joint health and Brian most of all it's also very cost effective to feed for some of the smaller dogs you're looking at around about nine ten cents a day and for the bigger dogs you're looking at around about 20 cents per day yeah. which is you know it's a very cost effective insurance policy Brian um, to feed it on a regular basis, just to basically minimize the vet visits and just have a healthy and happier dog in the long run. Yeah, we, we get reports from many dog owners that when they take their dog back in for a vet checkup, a routine one, the vets are amazed at their condition, the health of their skin and coat especially, and they, they actually contact us and say, hey, can we try it on their own dogs? The Senol is very safe for breeding dogs, um, as well as the pups, obviously, after they go off milk and they start eating the, the hard feed. Yeah, and Senol for dogs can be combined with our other supplements like Sen Active and Sen Digestive Plus. The beautiful thing with natural products, which we have at Sen, is that you can never harm a dog by feeding too much. So with a natural product like the Senol, obviously, if you give a little bit more, then a dog might get diarrhea for a day or two, but there's no side effects. So there's only the benefits, which, which is a key point of natural products. Thanks for listening to the Sen Oil for Dogs podcast. If you have any further questions, please contact Sen and we'll be happy to answer any. Have a great day.